All right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening, as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for yet another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is October 5th, 2023, and week 244. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. If you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out, trying to hear what thus says the Lord. We have a few early comments. David says, praise the Lord, my brothers. Hope all is well and everyone is having the Lord Jesus. Casey says, praise the Lord, my brothers and everyone. Hopefully everyone is having an awesome and prosperous day in the Lord. Sister Betty also says, praise the Lord. Thanks. So praise the Lord to you guys. Thank you for being one of the early comments. We always love the interaction and we hope you guys get something out of today's message. As you can see from the title, care of the scam. And especially in today's day and age, there are scams each and every single way you look. Um, but the good news is you can recover from all of those scams, no matter how bad they may seem. I mean, you don't want to find yourself in that situation, but there is a way to recover. But with the scam, it gets you in deep enough. There is a point of no return. So we're going to be talking about that tonight. So without any further ado, I'm going to uh, pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, we pray that you guys get something out of it. Thank you very much, Melvin. Let us go into it. Heavenly Father, thank you for your blessings, Lord. We thank you for how you watched over us, how you kept us, Lord, how you continue to pour out your blessings upon such an unworthy people, Lord. We thank you for um, just life itself, Lord, for um, just waking us up this morning for shelter, Lord, giving us food to eat, giving us clothes to put on our backs, Lord. All of the things that we take for granted, uh, we take lightly, Lord, even for the rain, uh, that fell in whatever areas today, Lord. We thank you for the rain. We thank you for the sun, Lord, the moon, all of the things, Lord, the air, Lord, the air that we breathe. Lord, help us to never, uh, never give up on this journey that we're on, Lord. We're praying that we would always have a desire that you would always give us a mind to serve you, to live for you, uh, regardless of who around us, uh, no matter who, who turns around and they decide that they don't want a part of this life, Lord. We're praying that you would keep us in your will, Lord. Keep us on the right side. Keep us on uh, the path of salvation and, and your plan and your will for our lives. Lord, we're praying that no matter what happens to us in this life, continually remind there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm, trial, and tribulation. Lord, we're praying for the Bible study tonight that you would increase, only you, that you only would increase and that we would all decrease so that your word can go forth. So, Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your tremendous name. Amen. Amen. All right. So beware of the scam. Beware of the scam. I want to look at some things tonight because... I, I I like to talk about things that are going to help us. And I truly believe that if you would listen to these Bible studies, if you would take heed to these words, if you would meditate on these words, and if you would actually apply these words, look, it won't. If you don't apply these words, we know that Jesus told us, or the word tells us, I believe in the book of James, he tells us, to be doers of the word and not hearers only. And so if you would not only hear it, but do this. And I truly believe God will uh, open your eyes to some things you've never seen. I truly believe that he will um, just begin to work some things out on your behalf. And so beware of this to come from the book of 1 Peter chapter 5. And we'll start at verse 8 there, Melvin, and we'll, we'll get into it tonight. All right. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Be 
sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, the devil is not your friend. Uh, you know, for Halloween is coming up. What we're in, yeah, we're in October. Halloween is coming up. And so I'm it happens every year. Somebody's going to dress up and they're going to declare that they are the devil. Somebody's going to have their uh, uh, pitchfork, uh, the, the red costume, the, the, the fangs, the teeth, whatever it is that they're going to use. They're going horns coming out of their heads. Somebody's going to declare that they are, they are the devil. But now the devil is not a funny joke. He, he's not a, a, a fun costume, a, a interesting looking costume. Uh, something to be amused and the Bible declares that the devil is your adversary. He is your adversary. So he says, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walk of the may devour. You know, now, People may uh, put on costumes for Halloween. You may put on a devil costume. You might put on a lion costume. But now, if you were really faced with a real lion, (laughs) if a lion were standing right in front of you, and I'm not talking about how it is at the zoo and, and there's a glass between you and the lion. No, I'm talking about a lion is free to do whatever he or she pleases, you would <laughs> you would not be sticking around. You'd be trying your best, and I would too. I'm trying to get out of there. I'm trying to uh, get away from this, this animal because we understand a lion, if you're faced with one, they're terrifying. Videos from time to time of people in jungles, and they'll be riding in a Jeep. And now, some of these lions, they're bigger than the Jeep these people are riding. And see, I, I, I <laughs> you can't get me out there. If you tell me you're going on a trip to the jungle, you can just uh, keep my ticket. Don't even bother mentioning to me. I will not go. These lions are bigger than the Jeeps a lot of these people are traveling in. And sadly, you'll see some of these people get either attacked or just approached by the lion and they become extremely and rightfully so. So the Bible here tries to tell us that when we think of the devil, we should picture this vicious lion, this roaring lion, this lion, this lion making a sound, making noise, letting us better watch out. There's danger. See, when the lion begins to roar, you don't want to be around that. (laughs) I don't want to be around that. When you begin to see those teeth, when you begin to see the claws. So the Bible compares the to a lion. If you watch a lion, these animals, they, they behave themselves in a manner of which they begin to stalk their prey. They begin to walk uh, at a distance and they're trying to make that they're not seen. See, they're, they're not trying to draw attention to themselves. They're wanting to make sure that they sneak up on their prey. Uh, so when I think about the devil, he's the same way. Again, see, we, we've allowed these Halloween costumes to mess us up. Uh, we, we, we think that's what the devil looks like, but we don't realize he's coming and he has disguised himself. He is in people. He's not walking around with horns coming out of his head. He is inside of people. You know, when when a person has a baby and most of 
most of the time, people are so excited when a new baby comes into this world. But the people don't know what these babies, what these children who grow up into adults, what they're going to do when they become of age. They don't know that this baby that was people are around saying, wow, what a handsome baby. What a beautiful baby. What a, Wow. Holding the baby and, and being so happy. They don't realize this person is going to be a serial killer. This person is going to grow up and be a serial rapist. They don't know all of the evil this baby commit because they didn't see that the devil was going to take over this child. See, they saw this innocent child. But the devil, he's going to disguise himself in that person. He's going to disguise himself. And so when you see that person, we see the devil often. We don't think about the devil, but it's truly the devil who is working inside of people. So now, what, what I'm saying is that the devil, he's going to... His goal is to scam you. You know, I, I was, I'm in um, some, some Facebook groups and I was in a group and recently I saw this person, they posted uh, about, I think it was three pictures of a MacBook, three pictures of this MacBook computer. And they wrote, a caption and they told a story. Now, this was a person, I don't know if it was a man or a woman, but what they were pretending to be was a woman. That her husband, she declared her husband cheated on her. And so as a result, she's giving away his MacBook. <laughs> now, these things were very alarming to me. And so, oh, well, let me message this person. And so I began to talk to them and they began to tell me this story. And they asked me, where did I live? Where did they want me to send the MacBook? And I said, you know, you know, I, I'd like to receive a free MacBook and all, but I'm really bothered saying happened to you. See, the preacher within me yeah, sure enough, I'd love to have a new computer, a nice computer, the computer that they claimed that they had bought him for a gift. But because of the incident that took place, they said, no, he can't have it. And so it was to me, though, why they would put this in this group. Why not give it to your one of your family members or one of your friends or somebody around you that you know? Why put it in this random group? Seemed very strange to me. But I began to talk to the person. and I noticed how, how people, they locked the comments. They wouldn't allow people to post in the comments. I noticed how this person seemed pushy to receive some money. They told me, look, all you got to do, they gave me the option. They, they asked me how soon did I want to receive the MacBook. They gave me three different options. Uh, ship it in the standard shipping time. I could ship it uh, uh, overnight, the express route, I, all kinds of options they gave to me. They said, look, I just want you to pay for the shipping. And they said, oh, just send me the money and then I'll leave my house. <laughs> <laughs> my God. What I was subject to was a scam. I, I then began to search this person's name just in, in, in Facebook, and I began to see them post the same picture, the same comment in so many other groups. They haven't given this laptop away yet. It's been weeks. It's been... They're still searching for somebody to give this lovely laptop to. See, what's happening is somebody is trying to scam another person. I, I even told the person, I said, they asked me, they said, you know, at the beginning of the conversation, they said, what are you going to do with it? I said, well, I'm not entirely, you know, maybe I'll use it as a laptop to, to play music at church with. Maybe I'll give it away myself. I'm not entirely sure. And the person, uh, I told them I was a preacher, and then they began to say, oh, yes, I'm a Christian woman. I'm a good 
Oh, uh, Lord, help us. They begin to tell me how they are. Good Christian woman. You know, as I told them, I said, you know, I really feel like this is a scam. I'm not sending any money. Uh, you know, I, I thank God that he allowed me to see that and that I them to this scam. I said, you know, I feel this is a scam. And they got offended. They said, oh, I'm a good Christian woman. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't scam somebody. I understand that money is hard to give. <laughs> See, they're saying all of the right things. But as I continue to look at this situation, this was no doubt a scam. See, what's happening in the world around us, people are making themselves seem innocent. They're making themselves seem uh, sweet, so nice, so gentle so caring, so loving. They're concerned about you. But you know what? There are people who are out to get you. There are people who are out to take every dime you have. I talked to someone um, some time ago and they began to tell me people were scamming his parents. These elderly people, 60, 70 years old, whatever the age where I know he told me they were up there. And yet, people don't care at all. They're trying to take every dime you have. This is the world that we're living in. I, I even um, was victim. Now, this happened maybe a week or two ago. Somebody stole from my bank account, had to change my card, had to, you know, see, I, the Bible tells us to watch and pray. You got to be watching in the world that you're living in. There are people who are stealing from your account. There are people who are trying to steal from you in every way. Look, I, I was even at the gas station. Now I'm telling you things that have happened directly to me. I'm telling you about everything happening to someone else. There's a time and a place for that. But right now I'm telling you things that happened to me. See, people are trying to get over on you. Went to the gas station. Went inside to pay for gas. Someone, person who's standing outside the gas station, they have went to the car and they put the pump in the car for me. I said, hold on. I'll do that myself. I don't need you to do that for me. See, I don't know what people have up their sleeve. And they begin to ask me for a dollar, money, so they can buy cigarettes. See, people are trying to get over on you. You've got to be watchful. You've got to make sure that you're alert at all times. This is what the word tells us. He said, over. Look, I, I don't know about all of you out there listening, but I have not been sober before. Look, I've been drunk before. I, I've been under the influence before. And when you get that weight, look, it's hard for you to make conscious decisions. It's hard for you to be in your right mind. It's hard for you to think. You're making foolish decisions. I know I did. So the word of God tells us, he said, you need to be sober. You need to be watchful. You need to be in your right mind at all times because Somebody out there, they're trying to get over on you. The person that was trying to pump my gas. You know, I told him, I said, you know, God doesn't want you to stay this way. And they began to pretend as if they cried. Now, that was a pretty quick cry. And then they came back and said, well, what about some chips and a drink? I don't, to me now, I, all, I, all I know is this. you got to watch people. You have to be careful. I'm not telling you don't help anybody because God knows we should be helping people. But I'm just telling you, full of everything that's going on, look, watch your bank account. Watch your car. You, you need to keep an eye, eye out on these things. Everything you have, watch it. Look, if you only own, own one shirt, you better be watching that one shirt <laughs> because somebody wants to take 
we're living in a world where people don't care about anyone. People will kill you. See, I've said it before, and we're seeing how powerful the devil is. People will take your life, and then they take their own life. What's the point of that? What's the purpose of that? I mean, if you really think about it, what is the purpose of taking someone else's life just to turn around and take your own life? This is the devil. Look, I'm not for anybody taking their own life. No, and I'm definitely not for anyone taking someone else's life. But if you really want to do that, why are you taking someone else's life? Allow God to make that decision. Allow God to determine when their life is going to end. But sometimes we're taking matters in our own hands. All because of the devil. So he says, be sober. See, you've got to watch what situations you get yourself into. Uh, not, not, what was that, maybe a year or two ago? I don't even remember how long ago it was now. Went to... I can't even think of the rapper's name, but they went to his concert. And so many people died because of a stampede, because they got run over. So many people died at that concert. See, you've got to be careful where you're even going. I know people can die going to the grocery store. I understand. But there are certain places you just should not be going. Look, if it's late at night, Super late. I need to only be going where I really need to go. I, look, I'm not saying I've never been out late sometimes. Ice cream. I'm not telling you I haven't did that. But I'm telling you what. There's going to be a lot of times. There is a lot of times where I say, no, nah, that's okay. It's too late. I have to wait till tomorrow. See, people get even more wicked. Well, they're, they're but what happens is people become bold at night because they understand it's dark outside. It's hard to see out here. See, they're just as that lion. They're hoping to be disguised. They're hoping to catch someone. People used to say it all the time. They say, you're slipping. That's what they're hoping to do. So we're told the word of God tells us that he said, you need to be careful. Bible tells us in one place, be careful for nothing. I believe in the book of Philippians. He said, be careful for nothing. Look, don't, don't allow some stranger to come pump your gas. Don't be lazy. No, that's okay. Don't think because someone says they're giving away something that it's legitimate. There's so many scammers out there. And you know who's all behind? It's the devil. He is behind these actions. See, these people are good. They are good people until the devil takes them over. As far as the good, because the Bible tells us that there's none good. But now as far as how we declare that word, how we use the word good, let me put it in a better way. All of these people are eligible to be saved until the devil lead them and he continues to lead them. This is the problem. So the word of God tells us, he said, you need to be sober. You need to be watchful. You need to be praying. You need to be alert because the devil is as a. See, these lions, if you don't know much about a lion, just look up, just watch some videos on how they seek their prey, how they stalk their prey. They're trying to sneak up on you and catch you when it's too late. So, Melvin, I want to go and look at a few things tonight because we're in a tough situation. We are in a tough situation. The devil is trying to use us 
and get over on us just as people are. See, I, you know, sometimes I'll talk to people and uh, some people that you talk to, we want to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> everybody the benefit of the doubt. We don't think anyone is up to no good. Again, the word of God tells us to be careful for nothing. Look, if you're asking for my money, I can ask you some questions. I don't have to just hand out money because you said so. Look, with, with every uh, with the phone companies we're with, the, in, the insurance company, uh, the internet company, the light company, we we need to be asking some questions. Hold on, where is this charge coming from? See, see, get you. I'm not telling you that's always the case. I'm not telling you that's always the case. But you've got to keep an eye on what it is that God has given you. Because if you don't, you'll find yourself You'll find yourself lacking which we already are struggling enough as it is, but you'll find yourself with completely nothing because somebody's going to try to take it from you. Somebody being used by the devil. So I want to go. Pick us up, Melvin, in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 15. Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but they are ravening wolves. Beware of the scam. Beware. Now here, he's specifically talking about preachers. But I want you to know, is more than preachers out here trying to scam you. Some of the people included now. But it's more than a preacher trying to scam you. He said, they, he's telling us exactly what I was saying earlier. They're disguised. Coming to you, they've got sheep clothing on. They look gentle. They look soft. Look, if you see that nice sheep. See, people love to wear uh, wool. People like to put on the sheep, uh, the sheepskin, the, the, the wool from the sheep. We wear it in jackets and shoes and everything. He said, they have on sheep clothing, but inwardly, he said, they're a wolf. You know, if you if you look up, if you even if you just look at sheep, they really can't defend. There's a reason we need a shepherd because this sheep, sheep aren't like wolves. Sheep aren't like lions. Sheep aren't like bears. You know, these animals, they can at least fight back. The sheep, sheep are very vulnerable. So the word of God is trying to tell us, we're already vulnerable people. Look, we can fall for anything. I, I listened to a person tell a story one time about how they were almost scammed. Uh, someone had, I think, sent them a text message and talking about, um, I, I don't remember exactly what they said, but I remember they either called or sent them a text message and they told them something was wrong with the account. And Oh, you've got to log into the account. And so they sent them the message and the person was into their account. And then they said, hold on. Something doesn't seem right here. And that's when they hung up the phone, turned the computer off. See, they were so close to being scammed. They were so very close. And this same person had just finished uh, how they, uh, before that took place, in their mind, they couldn't figure out how people were falling victim to these scams. And here they were, about to fall into the same trap. Same trap. 
See, it's easy sometimes for people to look at your situation and say, oh, I just don't know why they did this. I don't know why they did that. And in our right minds, I say it all the time, in our right minds, when you're sober, when you're watchful, when you're prayerful, hanging on to the word of God, when you're being careful for nothing, that's the only way you won't fall for these scams. Because any of us, I don't care how smart you are, I don't care what school you went to, what's your alma mater, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You will fall. For these scams, look, people are coming up with some creative plots, some creative tricks. This is the world we're living in. You know, we we even have our own family members, own own family members, scamming, plotting, scheming. You've got to be careful. The word of God is trying to see these things we're reading in the word. This is to help you out in life. I I, I know are wondering, what does this stuff have to do with anything? It has to do with everything. God is wanting to protect you. Look, some things are some bad things are going to happen to us. There's no way around that. But there are some situations I don't even have to get myself in. If I would just listen. God is saying, look, I'm not going to ask people to come in and say, well, I've been scammed. I'm not going to ask people to do that. But just know, I know that we've all, someone has at least attempted to scam us. It's a sad thing, but the word of God is telling us this is what's happening. Run over, Mel. Lord, the time is moving. Let's go to the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 11. And verse 2 Corinthians 11 and 13. See, I want to get to who's behind all of this because we'll look at the people and we will think it's the people, but the devil is truly behind all of this. So I want to make sure we understand that before we get out of it. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. Now, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. But he brings up a point. False apostles. There are false teachers. There are false preachers. See, there is some scamming going on. There is some deception going on all around us, in the church, outside of the church. Doesn't matter where you go. People talk about politics. There's a lot of scamming going on. There's a lot of crooked behavior going on. This is the world around us. So we're told it's happening even in the so-called church, who are not who they're claiming to be. But you know, we're falling for certain things because these people are so nice. Wow, they're so nice to us. They did something for the poor. They helped someone out before. They, They went to school. See, a lot of stuff we're falling for Because we're falling for the sheep clothing. We're not seeing the wolf behind the sheep cloak. We're falling for the sheep cloak. We say, wow, they're well-spoken. They sure know they can preach. (laughs) What instrument? They're, They're so good. Wow, that's an anointed singer right there. See, we're falling for the sheep clothing. We're falling for all of the things that make us trust someone. For us, man. No marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. See, the devil himself is transformed. He has disguised himself and he is appearing as if he's an angel. He's appearing as if he's trying. 
you down the right path. And the way he's doing it is through people. The way he's doing it is through people. This is the world we're living in. He's trying to scam you. He said, he's trying to deceive you. You know, it, it hurts me. A lot of times I'll talk to people and people are wondering about a certain topic. It can be any topic. And they go and and the person I know all along that what someone told them, it was not true. They have been deceived. But because they want to believe it, there's nothing I can say to persuade them otherwise. They have been scammed. The devil has appeared as an angel of light. He is, he is appearing as if he's God. That's what he came here to do. He's trying to appear as if he's God. From the very beginning, in the book of Genesis, it tells us that the devil, the serpent, he was the most subtle beast. Of, he was the most subtle beast of the field. He's the most tricky creation, creature that God ever created. He's the most deceptive. And he's been deceiving God's people. But now, if we get into the word, if we begin to learn about these scams going on, uh, in one place he told us to. We have to be put on the whole armor of God. Uh, that in one place, put on the whole armor of God so that we can fight against the tricks of the devil. See, when, when uh, people love, <laughs> you know, people love sports. And it's, it's incredible to me that people love sports that they don't know anything about. People love things so much that they don't know hardly anything about. You know, people love football, but all they know is scoring touchdowns and who won. That's all they know. Because if you get into any of them, they don't know. They don't know it. And the devil feeds off of that ignorance. He feeds off of us as people. He knows we don't really know the word of God. So he said, oh, I can get them. That's what happened with Eve. He said, oh, will they die? So she began to question it. She began to look at it and she began to think, huh, he, he's probably right. See, the devil's going to feed off. He's going to disguise himself. She began to look at the fruit. The Bible says she saw that the tree was good. Look, it looked pleasant to the eye. It looked good to eat. The devil knew this. He knew this. He disguised himself. So as we are going through our life's difficult, there's a lot of tough times in life. You know, I don't need any extra problems. I don't need any extra problems. So. I'm trying my best to watch the few have, but I understand it takes God to watch because if he doesn't do it, the Bible said, look, we're watching in vain. We're watching for no reason. If he doesn't do it, there are things I cannot see. Look, you can't be awake 24-7. You cannot. You know, people have uh, they, they, <laughs> people sleep with their gun underneath their bed or, or in a, in, in the dresser next to them. You know, there are many people, plenty of people who have died this way. See, you can't watch everything. Alert at all times. It's going to take God to protect you. It takes God. But he asked that we would be careful ourselves. We would be watchful. We would continue to be praying. 
because our adversary, look, he's trying to get you. He is trying to get, I don't want to see anyone hurt, manipulated. I know I don't want to be, and I don't want to see someone else go through that. And so, about that from a natural standpoint, we must recognize that there's something even greater going on. Look, even if someone steals $100 from me, $200, I won't keep throwing up uh, a mouse because we'll run out. <laughs> you can't steal $100,000 from me because I just don't have it. But now, even if someone were to steal so much money from me that I don't even have, you know, that's nothing compared to steal salvation from me. That's nothing. If I allow him to deceive me and trick me out of being saved, you know, the devil is, is tricking people every day. Every day into thinking what they do, it doesn't matter. Get into that, Melvin. Read verse 15 for us. Second right. Corinthians 11 and 15. All right, and we do have a question. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead with that question. Uh, Kiara asks, is, it a, is a deceitful preacher a person who doesn't practice what they preach? I wouldn't say, uh, let me be careful on this question. I'm not going to say they're deceitful. Um, because if they're telling you to do what is right, then that they've deceived. Um, now, I guess I can say that they they're trying to be deceitful if there's if they if they say, oh, I never do this. Uh, if they say, oh, well, I never lie. And then they tell you, you should not lie. But now I, I can't 100% say. Um, but what I can say is if someone is telling us what is right, see, when we're talking about being deceitful here, we're talking about things that are wrong. See, that, that's what I get into. Um, just go ahead and read 15 for us first and, and I'll continue on that. And therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. Now, what we must realize is the devil has ministers also. See, every preacher is not a preacher sent from God. Every prophet, every priest, every whoever we call a person, that doesn't mean they're sent from God is deceitful is when a person is telling us things that is not what God said. That's what the devil's concerned with. See, the devil's really, the devil doesn't want us to be saved. So something I hear from a lot of preachers, and it has crossed over into a lot of the members of churches. They tell you, oh, Jesus paid it all for you. He, he did everything so that you're already saved and you don't have to worry about anything. It doesn't matter what you do. Who cares if you go out and lie? You steal. You murder. It doesn't matter. He paid it already. Doesn't matter if you continue in sin. He already paid it all. Your works doesn't matter. See, people say that but they are deceiving. You, you ask the question, is that, is that person deceitful? Now, I can't say that they're deceiving the people, but they're deceiving themselves because the word told us that. In the book of James, he said, be doers of the word and not hearers in yourself. But now, if they're telling the people what's right and tell them, hey, make sure you do X, Y, Z, but they don't do it. Look, the only person that sounds like they're deceiving to me is what James said. Look, he said, you're deceiving yourself. 
He said, you're deceiving yourself because you think that you're going to be saved. See, your work is a part of this. The devil is fooling a lot of people today because people are thinking their own actions don't matter. In the last part of this verse, it says, and shall be according to their works. To their works. Because we're not doing what God told us to do. Let's pick up. I want to get to the book of James. I want to get that. Um, so we can dis- we can see who we're deceiving. And we do have another question. Go ahead. Uh, Chelsea says, they say as long as you ask for forgiveness, your sins will go away. Is that true? It depends. <laughs> it depends. Because, see, where is... Flip over to the book of James, Melvin, James 1 and 22. And the reason I say that is because it understands our heart. People say that all the time, and it's true. He does know your heart. God understands whether you actually mean this or not. See, I can't say, Lord, forgive me. See, people, people, people try to get smart. I was going to say they've gotten smart, but we're not smart. I think we are. See, people, they know they're about to sin, so they say, Lord, forgive me for this sin. Now, what kind of repentance is that? <laughs> you know, suppose I went into Walmart and I saw the the see uh here in Memphis, they they've got they've got police officers, they have to stand at the door because these folks are that bad. So they have to stand inside the door. And, and you, they have to make sure you get your receipt checked off before you leave out. Suppose I went into Walmart and said, look, please forgive me for what I'm about. <laughs> Do you think that's going to work? It won't work. That's what we're trying to do to God. We're telling God, look, God, I'm planning to sin tomorrow. And I want you to forget ahead of time. It will not work. So true repentance, yes, you will be forgiven. True repentance. When we're sincere about it, when we're honest about it. But God knows a lot of us, we haven't truly repented. To truly forgiveness, that means you're going to change your behavior. See, if I'm really sorry, about stealing from Walmart, you know what I'm going to do? Give it back. Let them know, hey, I'm not doing this again. Hey, I was wrong for this. Even if I can't continue doing it and still saying, oh, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't continue doing that. I'm not actually sorry. So what's happening is people are pretending as if they're sorry but they're really not. You know, so many people apologize after they get caught. The person who tried to scam me uh, <laughs> yesterday, if I were, if they were to get caught, you know what they'd be saying? Oh man, I'm sorry. But are they really? Sometimes people say, no, you're not sorry. You just are, you're sorry you got. Well, David just commented, um, he says, was it godly sorrow? <laughs> Or were they sorry they got caught? (laughs) You were sorry you got caught. So this is the situation that we're faced with. But now true repentance, yes, God will forgive true repentance. But the question is, is a person truly seen a video before of a man? He asked for repentance before he went and killed someone. Before he went and then eventually killed himself. See how can you be sorry saying this? If I'm sorry for something, that means I'm not going to do it. I feel bad to the point where I don't even want to do this. That's not repentance. God's not accepting something like that. We got anything else I need to address, Melvin? Uh, 
says, read Hebrews 10 and verse 26. All right. Well, I, I, I want to get James 1 and 22 first. All right. Uh, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. See, when people don't do what they are hearing and what they are telling other people, he say, no, you're deceiving your own self. You're not deceiving someone else. But now we have to be careful because some are deceived by people who don't do what it is they should do because we start thinking what I was saying earlier. Oh, your works don't matter. It doesn't matter what you do. Let's go and pick up that verse David wanted us to look at. Where was it again? Hebrews 10 and 26. It says, uh, for if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth that remaineth for sins. Now, now, people are going to take this. People use this verse and the scripture said, for if we sin willfully. Now, let me ask let me ask you, has anybody ever now, I truly believe we've all did this but had, but I'll ask you, and, and you don't have to, uh, nobody has to say, well, I've did this. But now, the way this scripture reads, if we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth. See, we know, a lot of times, we know right from wrong. I heard uh, somebody told me recently, they said, the only sin I do is I, I curse. They said, that's the only sin I do. Anyway, I heard someone say that. And now they acknowledge that is wrong and they know it's a sin. They willfully are doing this. Does that mean that person can't be forgiven? See, it's important. The word of God tells us rightly divide the word of truth. Make sure that we have an understanding of what it is. This scripture is not... If this scripture were saying that if any of us have sinned after we knew we were wrong and we knew we shouldn't have did it and we're not going to be forgiven, look, none of us are going to heaven. Because I know for a fact I have sinned and I knew I was sinning. I know for a fact I have. This is not what we're talking about here. So we must understand if we continue in sin, filled us with the Holy Ghost. We've continued in sin. We're rejecting the word of God. Furthermore, let me make sure I I, I, I address this. He says at the end of this, there remaineth no sacrifice for sins. See, Jews They were using animals to sacrifice for sin. See, it is Christ who is the sacrifice for our sins. But now, miss this opportunity that Christ has come and presented for us. Bible told us he died once. He died once for all. It's no more sacrifice that's coming. He's not coming down here again. Look, if people miss heaven, opportunity to be saved, Christ is not going to come back down here all over again and say, you know what? There's some more people that I've got to go after so they can be saved. No, there's no more sacrifice that's coming. The animals won't do it because they never did it. You can go out and burn whatever sheep, whatever you want, but the animal won't do it. And Christ is not coming back again to die for us. So if we continue to sin and knowing we're not living right, he said, just know this is your last opportunity. This is it. 
So now this scripture is not saying, hey, just because you knew that you sinned and you did it anyways, you will you cannot repent and God actually forgive you. Because if that were the case, every last one of us, not, not a single one of us could be saved. Because willing to say that we've all sinned. We knew something was wrong and we still did it. We knew at least one thing. We knew at least one. Now, we might not know all the sins. I don't expect us to know all the sins. I don't know all the sins. But, but we have did something that God told us not to do. And over a period of time, we became godly sorrowful. We decided we wanted to change. And I thank God for the change. We got anything else, Mel? Um, Kim just quoted Second uh, Corinthians chapter seven verse ten: "For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the yes, sorrow sir. of the world worketh death." See, you don't have to continue to repent for something that you've already repented for because you've changed. Continue to go and say, "God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." for lying, when I've stopped lying, when I'm doing everything within me to not do that again. I don't have to keep repenting for that. God has already forgiven me for those lies I've told in the past. So we've got to be careful what we're doing. We've got to be careful what we're saying and what we're believing because a lot of people, and I've got to wrap this thing up, but uh, if you guys have any other questions, definitely ask because that's what we're doing this for. But just be careful because people are telling you your actions, they don't matter. But they do. We're told we're going to be rewarded according to our works. By grace, are you saved through faith? Not according to works, lest any man should boast. However, right after that, it tells us we are his workmanship. He's ordained that we should walk in good works. He ordained that. Works are a part of it. Faith without works is dead. Don't allow the devil through someone to deceive you. The devil's working in someone and they have deceived us. And told us, doesn't matter what you do. You can lie, you can steal, you can have you five different spouses, five different girlfriends and boyfriends too. Don't, <laughs> don't allow people to deceive you in thinking you can live any kind of way and expect to show up. And God's going to save you. will not work. At this time, I'll turn it back into the hands of Melvin. Thank you guys so much. All right. Well, I'm going to go back and get the comments that I missed. Sister Rosa says, praise the Lord. Jeremy says, amen. Uh, Kim says, greetings in the name of Jesus from Michigan. Uh, Julio says, greetings. Um, let's see. Kim also says, you are teaching this lesson. Three fire emojis. Glory. Hallelujah. Uh, thank you. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, Kim also quotes Ephesians uh, chapter six, uh, starting at verse 10. Um, um, it deals with putting on the whole armor. And also she says, Eve didn't know what the word of God said. So she was deceived or scammed. We must study mm -hmm. and live the word of God daily. We have to know the word of God for ourselves. It's definitely true. And I think that is all of them. So thank you guys so much for coming. If you do have any more comments or any more questions, um, we definitely don't mind. Uh, we love the interaction and we love being able to spread the knowledge of the word of God, because as I always like to say, it is important. Um, we're going back to the topic of the um, of the evening. Uh, Tony mentioned that he saw on Facebook and I've seen one very similar multiple times. They would have a picture of some expensive product. Um, the main thing that I see is a PlayStation 5 and they would say this used to be my son's or this used to be my daughter's. They died yesterday from a tragic accident. 
stand to walk past this thing every day. So I'm just giving this away for free. Please message me. And like he mentioned in the scam that he saw, they turned comments off. So I just so happened to message one of them one time and um, and ask, okay, how you know how do I get this? Just pay this price and we'll ship it to you. Where do you, where would you like it to be shipped? And then I saw, oh, okay, well this is a scam, one hundred percent. And it's just sad that people will go and play on people's emotions to try to get some money. Because if I would have paid them, all they would do is just block me on to the next victim. You know, uh, another scam is um, people creating profiles of other people pretending to be them. I've had this happen to me so many times, um, especially um, with a lot of my church friends. They would clone, well, not clone it, but create a new profile that the other person have and send me a friend request. And then they they knew that the people were church people. So they tried to say greetings. Um, I'm thankful for the blessings that God has bestowed upon me. When I already know these people don't even talk like this. And then they ask, have you heard about this when this so-and-so? And um, I just decided, look, I'm, I'm a joke with them. And I'm going to say, I haven't heard about that, but what time did you say we need to meet at the church tomorrow? Or, you know, something like that. And obviously I knew it was a scam from the get-go. Um, but people are out here, they, re- they really don't care. Um, the people committing suicide. Uh, divorces or anything is is ridiculous. And I fell victim um, a couple of years ago. Uh, this uh, We wanted a puppy. And we saw this website online. And they had it set up so professionally. And then, you know, so I... I, I um, and then they would send email after email saying, oh, you have to buy this insurance. Oh, you have to buy this. Oh, you have to buy that. And as long as I kept paying the money, they were going to keep sending this and that, and that, and they, they will even threaten you. They said, we have been feeding your pet for the last three or four. This is going to be $600. And if you don't pay, then we're going to declare pet abandonment or something. And you will be going to jail. Like they will not care. And that's the main reason that, you know, I keep my eyes open. I can spot them out just like that. Now I'm not saying that I'll, but they are a lot more obvious to me than they are then. I'm, I'm less ignorant. And that's how we need to be with the devil. We need to know his tricks. We need to know how he comes for us because if we know that, then we won't fall for his tricks. I remember a lady outside of Dollar General one time, she asked me to give her a few dollars, something to eat. And I said, okay, that's fine. Um, I can go and buy you something out of Dollar General, but that's all right. And she said, no, never mind. That's fine. And later on, I found out that she was just trying to buy some drugs. See, I would rather buy people the things that they need rather than just because I don't want to be an enabler. I don't want them to be able to or to have to fall in the same trap that's keeping them stuck for so long. She was just trying to deceive me into giving her money because she wanted to go buy some more drugs. I remember being at Sam's Club one day. uh, We were checking out. Hey, all I need is your signature and you get a free 30 bucks. And then I was like, what is this? And then the conversation kept going and he said, yeah, I need your social security number. And I'm not saying this is a, a scam, but it's definitely, it definitely can be deceitful. So I was like, oh, this is a credit card. You're trying to get, get me to sign up for a credit and you will get $30 on your um, statement balance. See, a lot of people be, are very irresponsible with credit cards as I used to be. I remember racking up $12,000, $13,000 on one credit card because, I mean, there's money that's there. Nobody's going to stop you from spending it. But they know that paying hundreds, two hundreds and hundreds of dollars in interest every month. I thank God for helping me get out of that situation. But there are always people out there to deceive you, to get what you have. Uh, let me see you. I see that there are no more comments. So thank you to the people that have commented. We have David Casey, Betty and Rosie, Jeremy, Kim, Julio, Kiera, and Chelsea. Thank you guys so much for the interactions. Um, We definitely appreciate it. Um, We appreciate the attention that you guys pay to us when we get on here every week. 
or on the live stream trying to spread the word of God. So that's all that I have to add um, as my weekly reminder to you guys. We do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We would love to see you guys there. It's always a good message. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy. And again, count it all joy. There is reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. So if the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of God. Once again, thank you guys for tuning in and have a happy, safe and blessed weekend. Thanks again. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, check out our website at jmsbible.com. There, you can listen to all of our in-person, Zoom, and live stream messages along with every scripture we've ever covered. Lastly, we have been getting a lot of questions about how people can donate. We have finally opened up a cash app if you find it in your heart to leave a donation because running these Bible studies takes money, which Tony and I have been paying since we first started. That name is dollar sign Joy Storm 12. We appreciate each and every single donation, no matter how small. And remember to rejoice in the Lord always.